When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Kits, your Tuesday, April 18th edition. Hope you guys had a great Monday. It's still wrapping up on the West Coast. I told you guys West Coast games had all the offense, and oh boy, oh boy, did they ever. It's uh, still going off. The Mets and the Mets and uh, Dodgers are having a lot of fun in L.A. The Cubs are taking the, the A's to pound town. The Mariners are making a comeback on the Brew Crew. Pirates did their thing. My Rich Hill somehow looked like an ace. Jacob DeGrom leaves with an injury. Corbin Burns leaves with an injury. All the fun around baby. Kevin Gossman got shelled. Like, it was just baseball in a nutshell in 2023. So, hope you guys had fun with that slate. We got an 11-game slate for you on Tuesday. Before we get to that, you can find me on Twitter at BDEntrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. All my good stuff will be over there between the podcast, Bench with Bubba, Bubba and the Bloom, First Pitch Podcast, always pressing PGA DFS. MLB DFS quick gets all over there, plus my written content at Baseball HQ, Fantasy Pros, and most importantly, Gaining the Edge Fantasy Patreon that I started with myself, Mike Curlin, Michael Simeon, and Jorge Montanez. For as low as $5 a month, you can check out the Discord and some other uh, features there. Come join the fun. It's a lot, lot, a lot of fun. There are almost 300 members, which is pretty cool to see as it's a great growing community. All right, 11 games. Let's get cracking. We start out with the pitchers on this slate, but no, we don't. We go to the totals on this 11-game slate. You have the Yankees and the Angels, total of nine. Orioles, Nationals, nine and a half. Phillies, White Sox, eight and a half. Twins, Red Sox, nine. Rangers, Royals, eight and a half. D-backs, Cardinals, eight. Blue Jays, Astros, nine. Pirates, Rockies, 12 and a half. Rightfully so, and it's Vinny V versus Jose Urania. Hoot the Maggie. Cubs, A's, seven and a half. Brew Crew, Mariners, eight. Braves, Padres, seven and a half. Mets, Dodgers, eight. A lot of high totals early on this slate. We'll see how we think about it as we break the slate down. Weather-wise, chances are in St. Louis, but early reports not too bad. Going to be really, really cold in the Bronx, really, really cold in Boston, probably pretty darn cold in Washington. So those early games with those weirdly high totals are going to be cold, which is usually not good for hitting, but we'll see. Might not be good for pitching either. Speaking of pitching, we start off with Spencer Strider, 10-4 at the San Diego Padres. Strider has been outstanding this season. little rough, only five innings, uh, three or nine Ks in his last start for 19.7. He's gotten you 19 or more in every game. He's got nine strikeouts in every game this season. He has to be uber efficient because he's not going to go past 100 pitches. He's gone five, five, and six innings. That's been the way it goes for him. The strikeouts will be there. He's a great GPP play. Not sure I'm paying 10-4 for Strider on any slate these days, just as crazy as pitching has been, but uh, definitely a spot to look for him. Yeah, Clayton Kershaw at 10-1 against the Mets. I'll pass. I'd rather start with Jordan Montgomery at 9,500 bucks. It's the dude I've always been on. The uh, strikeout rates have been better since he joined the Cardinals, but still not elite. You know, five nine three so far this season. He's got you. Uh, he had a thirty four point outing at Milwaukee, but uh, a couple kind of mediocre starts against Pittsburgh and Toronto. Gets the Arizona Diamondbacks, a team that you can definitely pick on. They do have some thump versus lefties. I'm not going to deny that, 
but Jomo limits the hard contact more often than not. So I do like Montgomery at 9,500. Marcus Stroman at 88 is a great play just because he's facing the Oakland Athletics, who's Wesneski dealt seven Ks and seven innings at 6,300 bucks on Monday night. Now you got to pay 8,800 bucks for Stro, who's got at least six Ks in all three starts. He's got six innings in each start. And his last outing, he gave up two run runs, which is first runs he allowed all season long. Gets the Oakland Athletics. Stroman should be in your cash game lineups, and he's one of the top pitchers in GPPs as well. He'll be popular. I don't care. When it comes to pitching, I want just a great matchup. Don't pray they don't get hurt. We'll get different with bats because there's so many bats to be had. So give me Stroh at 8800 bucks. I also like Sonny Gray a lot at Boston at 8600 bucks. The weather does concern me, so keep an eye on that. Like Brian Bayo, I am giving a complete who gives a shit on Monday start. He should never have been out there. It was cold. It was raining. Two innings in, it gets delayed. Then he doesn't come back out. Like, how do you? How's that his first start coming off of the IL? What are you guys doing to this kid? So I digress. Sonny Gray, there should be no rain issues. It's just going to be really, really cold. If we think it's going to be okay to play, I- I'm good with Sonny Gray. At least five innings in every start. One and run on the entire season. Five or more Ks in back-to-back starts. He's really getting it together. Looks great on the bump. Boston's offense doesn't scare me that much. So Alda, I like Sonny Gray at 8,600. Logan Gilbert at 85 against Milwaukee. I like Milwaukee's offense. Don't get me wrong. But Gilbert's really, really uh, showing me a lot this year. Um, his first start against Cleveland was great. His second start, his back-to-back starts against the same team. You kind of grain of salt that one. Bounced back nicely against the Chicago Cubs. The Cubs team is dominating right now. They played well in L.A. this past weekend as well. So Logan Gilbert, 8500 bucks, uh, where pitching is odd. I'll take it. The, the Brew Crew does have a lot of swing and miss in that lineup. They have a lot of thump, too. I'm not going to deny that. But uh, Gilbert at home in Seattle at 85 is worth a shot. This is why it's hard for me to pay up on this. Like, Jomo's okay, but Stroman at 88, Sonny 86, Gilbert 85. I don't mind starting there if I have to save some, some shekels on the slate. Another guy in tournaments, not in cash games because he's so extremely volatile, but he's volatile in both directions, is Nathan Eovaldi at 7800 bucks, five innings in each start. Gave up six runs against Kansas City his last time out. Gets Kansas City again this time. Did strike out seven in that start, though. That's what I wanted to bring up. He has six or more Ks in every start. The velocity is there for EO right now. Strikeouts have been there. Kansas City strikes out a ton. That's something we can get. We can like almost lock it up. It's just a matter of can Eovaldi limit the damage. Like he had two runs against the Cubs, three runs against Philly. If he can do that with the strikeouts against Kansas City at 7800 we're good to go. So I'll take a chance again in tournaments, not in cash, but in tournaments for Nathan Eovaldi. Cheaper down the list, Dre Jamison, not just yet. I want to see him get fully stretched out, but I'm a huge Dre Jamison fan. I'm hoping he puts together another nice start as he, he hit four innings in his first start, maybe gets to five or six. We'll see. They're going to baby him because he's going to be in this rotation for a while as Zach Davies had a setback, which I talked about on the first pitch podcast on Monday. So make sure you check that out. A little quick 20-minute morning cup of coffee for you after listening to Quick Hits. Um, after Dre, though, you get down in the 7K range. Like This is going to be interesting to see how popular Colin Ray is. He spent a lot of time overseas. I believe it was in Korea, not Japan. It was Korea. But came back this year. He made the spot start for Milwaukee and Arizona with the uh, the Brandon Woodruff injuries. He went five and two-thirds, two hits, one run, six Ks for 21 points against the Padres. That was pretty strong. Now he gets the Seattle team, who is very good offensively. We know this. So I'm kind of torn on this one. But at his price point of 6700 bucks, I like it. I don't hate it. But the play everyone's going to want to play, and for good reason, at 6600 bucks at home against the Texas Rangers, is Brad Keller. Brad Keller has made impressive pitch mix changes, impressive um, like uh, mechanical changes. They've been documented. We talked about it on my shows. We t- a lot of people have talked about it. I'm not the only one, trust me. 
smarter people than I have talked about Brad Keller's improvements, and he's backed it up in three straight starts so far this season. And he's got six or more Ks in two or three starts, two in runs or less in all three starts. Put up twenty eight at Texas his last time out, seventeen at the Giants. He's sixty six hundred bucks. He's a phenomenal punt on this slate. Could anything go wrong? Of course, but sixty six hundred bucks. Let's take some chances and see see where the dancing goes on that one. After that, though, I'm going to pass on the punting situations. So in reality, if I'm paying up, it's Jomo. That's where I'm going. But I'm going to save money. Stroman at 88 is outstanding against Oakland. I really like Sonny Gray, but the weather concerns me. So I might kind of pivot off of him. Logan Gilbert at 85, I'm in on. Yavali, I think, is a very strong tournament play. Super volatile. But the strikeouts should be there in bunches against Kansas City. And then Colin Ray is interesting against Seattle based on what he did his last start because he did make massive improvements when he was in Asia and Korea. So if those really did carry over, because it was a completely different pitch mix in his first start here in the bigs since he was last seen in the major leagues, completely different pitch mix, a lot more off speed, changing up his uh, mechanics. Like it was a different deal for Colin Ray. So that's something to watch. Brad Keller at 66 is awesome. Like if I'm playing a cash lineup, I am playing Marcus Stroman and Brad Keller. That is my two cash pitchers, and you rock and roll from there. Get all the big boys you want uh, at the plate. Speaking of at the plate, let's get crack a lacking. Catcher's position for you here. Um, I will, if, if the weather's not bad, I think it's going to be really cold in Washington. But if it's not, you got Josiah Gray on the bump, who we've documented is throwing the fastball a lot less, which is making him a much more effective pitcher. At the same time, it's still Josiah Gray. Now, this Baltimore offense is very, very good. So a guy like Adley Rushman at 5400 bucks against Josiah Gray is very enticing if you're paying up a catcher. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com to sign up for your trial today. If you're going cheaper, though, 
I love Logan Ohapi at 4,300 bucks for Schmidt. Again, weather not great in the Bronx. But Clark Schmidt is getting destroyed by left-handed hitting. And um, I know Hoppy's a right-handed hitter, so it doesn't really check the boxes there. But Ohapi's hitting everything right now. And uh, I am a big, big fan of Logan Ohapi. And uh, the fact that he can get a great matchup against Schmidt in the Bronx, I'm there. Now, if we don't want to believe in Colin Ray, which is a very smart thing to probably do, I mentioned Cal Raleigh on Monday. He took Corbin Burns deep. He's a great play again at 4300 bucks for Ray. That's another nice spot. So you don't have to pay up at catching if you don't want. You got a hoppy at 43. You got Ray at 43. Two really uh, decent options to get things going at the catching position. Or as usual, especially in 11 games, there's going to be so many options. I'm going to miss them on all positions. But you have like Jonah Heim. I love Brad Keller, but Jonah Heim's 3200 bucks. If you're not playing Brad Keller, that's a nice cheapie. Don't mind it at all. Um, Jan Gomes, I absolutely love Jan Gomes. He should be in the lineup versus lefty Waldachuk. Jan Gomes caught on Monday against the lefty Moeller. If Gomes is back in the lineup at 2900 bucks, he's a phenomenal value, great value on this slate. So Jan Gomes versus Waldachuk at 2900 bucks is someone I'd like to have circled. If Kyle Higashioka is in the lineup at 2700 bucks for the Yankees against Jose Suarez, it's not bad. I'd rather have Gomes at 29 but Higgy at 27 is just fine in the punt department as well. Uh, you have Gabriel Moreno down here. Probably not, but you could if you need to. You have options is the bottom line. There's a lot of ways to go, especially a catcher. First base, uh, Shohei Otani is a great play, of course. Don't need me for that. Alonzo's a, Pete Alonso is a great contrarian play versus Kershaw. I can see that as well. But give me the likes of, let's say, Vladito versus Arquiti, CJ Crone and Coors versus Velasquez at 54. That is great. Ryan Mountcastle's 47 bucks versus Josiah Gray. I'm on board there. Anthony Rizzo, I said it year after year after year on the show. I think it's like my fifth or sixth year doing the show. I can't even remember. Um, Rizzo hits lefties so well, like insanely well. And people don't play him because people see, oh, lefty, lefty, can't do it, not happening. Rizzo hits him very well. And he's red hot right now. I wrote him up in a risers and fallers column for Fantasy Pros that was published on Monday. Uh, Rizzo's 4500 bucks for uh, Jose Suarez. I think that's a very, very nice contrarian play on this slate. Going below 4K now. I will keep playing Rowdy Tellez, but let's look at it, folks. Price is going up. He's 3700 bucks now. It was 32 35 on Monday. He's up to 37 folks. He's starting to slowly get that respect. Now, I will say this. If you are not taking the gamble on Nate Eovaldi, I recommend looking hard at a guy like Vinny Pascantino at 3600 bucks. Lots of power in this bat. Lots of hard hit in this bat. He's starting to get it going. He has two home runs in his last five games. We'd love to see that. He's got double-digit production in three of his last six games. He's $3,600. Uh, that is a, a player to use in tournaments, potentially, against Eovaldi. If you need to go cheaper, though, there will be plenty of options. Trey Boo Boo, Trey Mancini, he's $3,200 for Ken Waldachuk. That is someone I don't mind facing lefties at any point in time. Going below 3K, though, Tristan Casas, I still believe he's going to be good someday. Just not going to roster him against Sunday Grand Monday. So it probably means he goes to Ding Dong City. But I will... Uh, take my chances elsewhere on this slate. Second base position for you, Mookie Betts. You can play him whenever you want, but Marcus Simeon, he had a, he had a nice game, at least nice first inning like the Texas Rangers did. He's 55. I like Labor Torres a lot at 47 versus Jose Suarez. I think that's a very strong destruction to go. Ryan McMahon and Coors at 45 versus Vinny V. I will target Vinny V all the time. So that is a place to look. Ozzy Albies versus Lefty Snell at 44. I like that. Nico Horner at 44, if you're stacking the Cubs, is a good look. He's not going to hit a bunch of home runs, but he could easily get on base like three or four times and score a handful of runs and still get you tons of fantasy goodness. So Nico Horner at 44 is in play. You got Bay of Pittsburgh. He stole his like 
fifth or sixth bag of the season on Monday night. He's four thousand dollars. That's why I like him a lot. He stuffs the stat sheet, as they say. There's a lot to like there with Bay. Uh, some cheaper options for you, though, when you go below 4K. Whit Merrifield's there at 35. Don't love him. Rodolfo Castro's still far too cheap. Second base shortstop. He's only going to show like one double, but he got on base three or four times, scored a handful of runs. He's very, very productive. He's only 3,200 bucks. He's second base shortstop eligible. Big fan of Rodolfo Castro in that matchup. A uh, few other guys when you get below 3K. Bryce Terang went deep on Monday. He's 2,700 versus uh, Gilbert. He's a cheapie, not a must, but a cheapie. Edward Julian's 22 versus Chris Sale. I don't think Chris Sale's that good, folks. So Julian probably hits the bottom of the order because you're going to get that whole lefty-lefty thing. But Minnesota can be a fun little stack of contrarians. Again, cold in Boston is the bummer there. And then Luis Garcia versus Dean Kramer at 2200 bucks. Garcia, really good hit tool. He went deep in his last game. Yeah, he's gone deep in two of his last three games. He's hit safely in five, six, six of his last seven, multiple hits in three of his last five. So he's heating up, and he's twenty two hundred bucks for his Dean Kramer. That can be a nice value, even in cash, almost with Luis Garcia. Someone to at least keep an eye on uh, on when lineups come out on Tuesday. Third base position for you, though, Rafael Devers against Sonny Gray is interesting, very interesting. Austin Riley versus Snell. Riley went deep on Monday. I always love Riley at fifty five hundred bucks, especially versus a lefty. Max Muncy hit his seventh home run of the season on Monday night. He's forty nine hundred bucks versus McGill. I like McGill a lot. But Miguel's probably only going about five innings. Let's be realistic about that. So you'll get some some shaky Mets bullpen. So Muncie at 49 is intriguing. Uh, Alex Bregman at 48. I like Houston because Bassett is cooked, I think. Um, at least that's where I'm at on this one. Velocity's down, and I don't think it's a – I'm figuring out how to pitch thing. You might just want to roster Patrick Wisdom. We talked about him on Monday at 3900 bucks as a great GPP play. Well, he visited the seats twice on Monday. He now has nine home runs on the season. I wrote him up, and if you look at his, or like the last week, his barrel rate, his hard hit rate, everything he's doing is ridiculous. Will it last? No, it's Patrick Wisdom. But what I did like when I looked at him is Patrick Wisdom's always been a massive swing and miss strikeout guy. He dropped it down this last week uh, when he hit with all this power, which was great to see. It was still like 23 24%, which you'd want less. But for a guy like Patrick Wisdom in this era of baseball, I'll take that all day, every day. For Patrick Wisdom. So Wisdom's 4500 bucks for Waldachuk. Really, really good play again on this slate. Even though it's $600 increase from Monday, I don't care. I think it's a very strong position to be in. Brian Hayes actually got priced down to face Jose Arena in Coors. Why? I don't know. He's 3800 bucks. That's a phenomenal play as well. Leading off. He'll get you, should get you double-digit points. Heimer Condelario talked about him recently. He's 3400 bucks for his Kramer. He's swinging it well also. So Washington's got some value bats. Again, I Watch the weather. If it's cold, I'm not a big fan of this, but you know, like Luis Garcia, Candelario, they're cheap. If you need a couple cheapies to to fill in some big boy bats, I don't hate it with the guys like, especially in a matchup versus um, Dean Kramer, who's I'm not a big, not a big Dean Kramer dude. Let's put it that way. Shortstop position for you on the slate. Boba Shed at 57, love it. Um, Swanson at 56 is great. Stole a bag, scored some runs, had a nice game like most Cubs did on Monday. I see them doing it again against Waldachuk. Probably one of my top stacks on the slate again with the Chicago Cubs. So Swanson at 56 is uh, on, on the board. Yeah, Bobby Wood Jr. at 51 if you're fading Yavaldi. Francisco Lindor if you're getting cute at shortstop at 51. Got Adamus down there. You got Carlos Correa versus Chris Sales. Interesting at 46 because I think Chris Sales not very good right now. But at the same price point, you got uh, Jeremy Pena, who I'd probably rather play in the Dome at home against Chris Bassett at 4600 bucks. Jorge Mateo is worth every bit of 4200 bucks. If you look at the uh, 
fantasy rankings for hitters so far this season. Ronald Acuna is number one. Jorge Mateo is number two. No, nah, I did not slip up on that, folks. That's 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 what's going on. So Mateo at forty two hundred bucks against Josiah Gray is uh, actually a decent price when you really break it all down. It's it's weird to say. Vaughn Grissom's thirty four versus Snell. I'm hoping Anthony Volpe leads off versus Jose Suarez at thirty three hundred bucks. That's a fun play. That's a good play if he's leading off. So keep an eye. And that's why you get the cheat sheets. I put the cheat sheets out about an hour to two hours before lock. I wait for lineups to come out and it really kind of fines tunes what I'm looking at on the slate. So you get that Monday through Friday for as low as five bucks at the Gaming the Edge Fantasy Patreon. Uh, Zach Nito, he's been leading off for the Angels. He's 3K versus uh, Clark Schmidt. That can be just what the boy needs to get the bat working in that matchup. Now, C.J. Abrams is down there at 24, another cheap Washington bat. I'm not in love with it, but I get it if you want cheap. Rodolfo Castro, we talked about him. He's 3200 bucks. He's a great play as well. Outfield, Jordan Alvarez at 65. I feel a big Houston day coming on versus Bassett. So Alvarez would be a big part of that. Judge at 64 versus Suarez is awesome. Uh, J-Rod went deep on Monday. He's 62 versus Ray. But, you know, just keep playing Ronald Acuna. The dude is freaking ridiculous. He's 6100 bucks for Snell. I love that. If you don't want to play anybody in 6K, play Kyle Tucker at 58, please, and play Brian Reynolds at 58 in Coors versus Urania. Tucker's a beast. He struck out. Okay, I, I know you guys probably get annoyed, but this is part of writing. This is why I like to write so many articles is I learn more stuff by digging in on players so I can bring it to you guys on shows like this. So Kyle Tucker last week, he has four homers and four steals on the season. He had one homer, and I believe it was two or three steals last week. You're thinking, okay, big deal, whatever. He only had one run scored. He had a solo shot. But – he walked over 26% of the time with, wait for it, zero strikeouts. An entire week of baseball with zero strikeouts. Kyle Tucker's locked in, folks. I am a huge Tucker guy. He was third, the third guy off the board for me in drafts. It went it went Acuna. It went J-Ram. It went Kyle Tucker for me. I have a lot of Tucker shares. So at 5800 bucks versus Bassett, I love him on this slate. But Brian Reynolds is an equally great play. And somehow Mike Trout's only $5,700 versus Clark Schmidt. So you don't need to pay 6K. Like, I love Acuna and company. You got Tuck at 58. You got Reynolds at 58. You got Trout at 57. Heck, you got Cedric Mullins at 55. That's a, a murderer's row of dudes that you don't have to pay 6K for. That is really strong stuff uh, out the gate here. And then you get to the low 5Ks, and you got the likes of maybe a George Springer or a Hunter Renfro against Clark Schmidt. Renfro went deep on Monday. He could take Clark Schmidt deep too. Ian Happ's a really good pay-up spot at 51 for the Cubs. Not a ton of pay-up spots. Like, I'm not really paying for Suzuki just yet, but I do like Renfro at 51. Uh, as an, I mean, a Happ at 51 versus Waldachuk. That would be a guy to look at. Taylor Ward's only 5K versus Schmidt. I like him more if he's leading off, of course. So keep an eye on that scenario. Going into the mid-4Ks, though, you got Christian Yellick. Dalton Varsho at 44 is very good versus Urquidy. Urquidy usually a pretty much pitch-to-contact dude, so keep him on your radar. Alec Burleson went deep on Thursday. Love seeing that. Still hitting second with all the players back in the St. Louis outfield. So Burleson at 4100 bucks against Jamison is a decent value. Uh, on this one, there's Bay from Pittsburgh at 4K. Talked about him. He's second makes outfit eligible. Lars Newtmar at 39, still a very good play as well. He's stealing bags. He's hitting for power since his return, so I, I could see that being a good one too. A um, few others here. Uh, as we get to the mid three Ks and below, Corbin Carroll's thirty six. It's lefty lefty. I still like him. Jared Kelnick at thirty five versus Ray is awesome, awesome. Eventually, Kelnick he's, he's technically slowly getting priced up. He's like in the Rowdy Telez world. They're both crushing baseballs, and DraftKings being very slow to respond. Uh, Kelnick at thirty five against Ray is very good, especially assuming Ray is maybe not as good as he was in his first start back. Kelnick at thirty five is a really really strong play 
on this slate. Um, Cody Bellinger is crushing everything, even the bullpen of Oakland. So he's 32. Mancini's 32. So get your Cubs, get them on, get have some fun, do whatever you want to do. I don't care. Enjoy some Cubs baseball. Uh, going down below 3K now, you got doo, 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 Kevin Kiermeyer's 29. If you're stacking Toronto, I get it. I would not want off Kevin Kiermeyer. Um, a few other guys down here, though. You know, you'll get a bunch of we talk about Pittsburgh value in the athlete, depending on which ones of these guys makes the lineup. So you got that going for you. Other than that, nothing immediately stands out like it has been in recent weeks. Like Jaron Duran might get the start for Boston. He stole a bag on Monday. He's interesting for Sonny Gray, but check the lineups and see what other value you get on all the positions, especially the outfield. All right, pitching, I'll narrow it down for you. You can go Jomo if you want, but start with Stroman at 88, Sonny Gray weather depending at 86, Logan Gilbert at 85, Nate Eovaldi only in tournaments at 78, and then Brad Keller at 66. If you're building cash, it is Stroman, it is Keller. Now, if you're stacking, the Angels versus Clark Schmidt is awesome, but so is the Yankees versus Suarez. One caveat, it's supposed to be insanely cold, not great for offense in the Bronx. So keep an eye on that, but a Yankees a Yankees-Angels stack is very enticing on this slate. Uh, Baltimore-Washington is interesting as well. Like you got some value in Washington versus Dean Kramer. Baltimore versus Josiah Gray. Again, supposed to be cold on the East Coast. But that's uh, this is why the totals are high in these games, even though the weather is not great. And then you got Minnesota-Boston. I like Sonny Gray, but I have no problem stacking some twins against Chris Sale. But I want the offenses in the Bronx and Washington if I'm starting out that direction. Now we go to Kansas City where you get some interesting players versus Eovaldi. We talked about that as an option. St. Louis versus Dre, maybe. But now this is where I'm starting to plant flags. Houston versus Chris Bassett, I absolutely love. Pittsburgh and Colorado both. You got Pittsburgh with Urania, versus Urania. Colorado versus Vinny V. Love them both. Obviously, I put I put Colorado on the back burner on my stacks because everybody goes there. So if you want to be different on a cooler slate, you just avoid Colorado or you mini stack it. It's very simple in that regard. Chicago Cubs will be my top stack against Ken Waldachuk on this slate. It's like a Chicago-Houston stack with uh, Kramer, or Keller and Stroman. Sounds so enticing at this point of recording. Sounds very, very nice. I think Milwaukee's stinky if you think Ray is not as good as he is, which is probably more likely than not. So Milwaukee could be another fun one to put out there with Chicago and Houston on this slate. And then that's about it for me. I'm going to keep it pretty simple for now until we see more lineups and see what else takes place on Tuesday. But for now, make sure you follow me on Twitter at BDEntrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K for all the podcast, written content, and much, much more. Go check out Gaining the, Fan- Gaining the Edge Fantasy on Patreon, GTE Fantasy. Uh, a lot of great stuff over there. And give the podcast a rate review on iTunes. I'd appreciate it. But for now, this is MLB DFS Quickets, your Tuesday, April 18th edition. I'm out. way to win up to 25 times your money this football season test your skills on prize picks the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports just select two or more players pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics and place your entry it's as easy as that 
If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/get100 and use code get100. That's code get100 at prizepicks.com/get100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy.